Hello, and welcome to the podcast about Transformers comics, toys, and everything in between. I'm Onyx Prime with my two co-hosts here. Hi, I'm Compitron. Hi, I'm Kilobyte. Moving on with our comic discussion for today's episode takes us to IDW All Hail Megatron Volume 2. And as always, spoiler warning. So if you haven't read it already, we highly recommend you go back, read it, then listen to the podcast. Now, onwards. Both Computron and myself have read this series already, but this is Kilobyte's first time, and we are excited to hear his thoughts about the series. But before we dive into that, Computron, you know what to do. Yep. So, for the facts, uh, the first issue, or seventh of this series of All Hail Megatron, uh, came out February 4th, 2009, and the last issue of this volume, or the 12th in the series, came out June 24th, 2009. The writer was Shane McCarthy. The artist was Guido Guidi. I'm not sure. I'm yes. not, I'm per- okay. Uh, E.G. E.J. Sue, em- Emiliano Santalucia, and Robert Dees. And the colors were by Josh Burgum, Chris Carter, Robert Dees, James Brown, and Felix Serrano. So, fun facts. Originally, Cup was going to be the Autobot trader directly due to uh, Spotlight Cup. Uh, this idea was thrown out before Shane began writing number one because he thought Sunstreaker would be a more interesting and less obvious trader. It certainly is less obvious when the guy isn't around until, you know, number seven. Uh, McCarthy believes this level of trauma would have been serious enough to turn him into hate. And through the strange credibility in light of Sunstreaker and Hunter's, you know, demeanor and behavior in devastation and maximum dinobots in an effort to further explain the original the origins of sunstreaker's abrupt betrayal and hatred of humanity in the later all hail megatron issue 14 rewrites a crucial scene in devastation to slant it to mccarthy's point of view fair mm. enough bum, bum, bum. Um, so spoilers on that sorry <laughs> It was also unclear why Megatron would need to use the European Union's nuke at all, since in Stormbringer revealed that the Decepticons already had enough nukes and other weapons of mass destruction to shatter whole planets. You know, perhaps this Megatron is as much of a lover of irony as other incarnations. Makes sense. Yeah. In issue 11, uh, one early draft of this issue script, Robuster was meant to die when Megatron blasted him. No, not my, not my robe buster. <laughs> uh, while it has been obliquely, obliquely hinted at before, Cup's brush with insanity is finally acknowledged directly, though not in a way that actually that is actually addressed the disconnect. Uh, Octane, like his universe toy, now goes by the name Tanker. As bro and their naming licenses. That's so, so sad. <laughs> uh, anyway, Mr. Kilobyte, do you mind giving us a short summary of these comics? Will do. The tensions rise in the Decepticon ranks as they conquer Earth, while the Autobots try to outrun the swarm as they approach their final push into a new safe haven. Cybertron's information was taken from the wiki. Fantastic. So, we're going to jump right in. So, uh, we start off with a flashback. The Swarm, which we learned was created by Decepticons. I might have spoiled that in the last episode, but that's okay. Mindless Beasts. What stood out to me here is that there. this is where we see a character development with Thundercracker. I remember the scene. He's like feeling guilty about these beasts and thinks that we should 
put them down rather than have them mindlessly run around and be in constant pain and kill things. Was it implied that they were just like reused corpses? I'm sure I might have misinterpreted that. They were, I think they said something like it's 3,000 failed experiments to make the perfect insecticons. I thought that was for Bombshell. No, so that every, so it said like for every thousand insecticons they made, they made one good insecticon and they made 3,000 of them. Oh, and then yeah. the, the, so swarm that's why we only no have three. Trailers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like when, you know, Thundercracker kind of yelled at him. <laughs> but, um, you know, I kind of feel like any if anybody else <laughs> were to yell at him, you would have met the cannon. You would have met the cannon. But, right. uh, yeah, I, I I was just surprised. Like, Megatron's like, he, he had that kind of like a sad face on him. But, like, yeah, he didn't shoot. Thundercracker for like questioning him or anything. It was like, wow, okay. Megatron might have a heart here, guys. What's a heart? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it definitely shows that Megatron still feels for his like his empire, but he doesn't want people to suffer as much, but he's still willing to do what it takes for him to win. That's what it t- told me, but I could be wrong. To achieve his yeah. final goal of the United Cybertron that he wants. Right. Yeah. And then this is a, a little backstory for Bombshell and how he's produced. As he was hey, man, created. The, uh, yep. Yeah. On the flip side of things, for the Autobots in present day now, Ironhide thinks Mirage is a traitor and decides to teach him a lesson. While at the same time, Cup swears he is not the traitor, though. Killbike, at this point, I know we already said it in the fun packs. Who did you think was the traitor while reading this for the first time? Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't sure. I was trying to kind of decipher it myself, and uh, there were some hints that I could have picked up, but I, I I wasn't really sure. I was thinking, uh. Who was I think? I don't even know who I was thinking. I was trying to decipher it, but I didn't have any ideas. Because all their faces, they were all grumpy and angrily, so they weren't even looking at each other. So it was kind of like hard to tell who was like showing signs of, oops, I made a mistake. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I hear something weird. Like when I first read it, I don't know why I thought it. But, you know, I feel like an idiot now for saying, but I thought it was B for a little bit. Yeah, I could see that. I thought it was B because of, uh, God, why, why, why did I think of it was B? I thought it was B because of, um, I forgot why it was B. <laughs> I, 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 had a, I had a reason to believe it was B, but I was also trying to play the devil's advocate like they were going to throw me a curveball and I'm like, ah, it might be B. Each character in here does something weird that makes you think it could be any one of them. That's what this entire couple issues told me. It's like, I don't know. It could be anyone. It could be anyone. I did suspect a little bit of Sunstreaker when he's like defending Mirage, confronting Ironhide. But I'm like, it can't be him. I was in denial. I'm like, it can't, it can't be any of them. I thought maybe it was like a Decepticon that has the ability to, to change their appearance, kind of like uh, what Shockwave does in animated. 
and uh, side uh, ways did in Armada. And I'm yeah. like, it was probably something like that. Somebody just infiltrated the ranks, made themselves look at it as an Autobot, and then they left. And so I was like in denial. I'm like, it can't be him. It can't be him. Every time I saw a panel, I'm like, it can't be him. <laughs> we, we will see. I'm not going to spoil anything. Something like that later on. Mm. But I won't say anything else. Right, Computron? <laughs> <laughs> yes. The results may scare you. <laughs> anyway, this is so, this is like the the the, the clickbait. You're you're just yes. giving me clickbait. <laughs> I am. Well, I am. Since we're with the Autobots, uh, there's a there's a very beautiful scene here uh, as they like try to run away from the swarm because they at this point at the end uh, was it at the end of the other comic or at the beginning of this one? Uh, Optimus has been like brought back online, right? He's yeah. he showed up and he's inspired the team. And so he's like, we got to get out of here. And so they leave for a, sa- a new safe haven, a new place that they can be far away. Uh, and so we have, uh, I think it was Cup that had a, a trigger or Drift had a trigger for the bridge to like uh, block off the swarm. Mm-hmm. But uh, something happens and the trigger doesn't work. And so Perceptor steps up to the plane and he just picks up his dual pistols. And without looking, he just shoots uh, like a badass at the bridge, you see just this major explosion. It was beautiful. <laughs> that was good you stuff. Thought that's what took down Preceptor. No, no. He got out sniped. By the swarm. Yeah, eventually yeah. he did, huh? <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, the uh, scientists became scary, like they said in the last one. <laughs> I, I kind of wanted to go back to uh, when Optimus kind of got brought back, because like when he got brought back, he sees the swarm, right? And he's like, "What's? Well, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I'd rather fight them than do another cup drill." <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't get your morale going, I don't know what. To do. Right now, I want to know what a cup drill is. <laughs> oh, <gosh. probably> rough. <laughs> I'm sure we'll find out eventually. So, on the on the other flip side of things, back to the Decepticons. Uh, their morale's not looking as good as they were in the last volume. They've actually gotten a little depressed about winning. They're winning so much they got bored of winning. That sounds familiar. Anyway, uh, we see, I think it's Refractor or a Decepticon. We'll put in a screenshot here. Picking humans apart and saying they're making a mess and like they can't put them back together. That right there shook me for a minute. I was like, that's some serial killer things. Yeah, and you know, it's sad was like if Hasbro had let the uh, publisher or the artist actually draw the brutality, oh, that man. scene would have been like 10 times worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but also, I would be there for it. Yeah. <laughs> Every step of the way, I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, in that same scene, we see a familiar face trying to do the same thing he always does. Kind of try to create faction, uh, try to take control, just trying to get in the memory cortex of other bots and try to persuade them to join his cause instead of Megatron. Oh, who's that? Uh, well, it's always our friendly neighborhood Starscream. <laughs> Who could have guessed that? That's an amazing plot twist. Never saw that one coming. Oh, no, right? <laughs> Guys, did you notice Starscream trying to betray Megatron? Gosh, yeah. Crazy. didn't even see that one coming. <laughs> Crazy. 
That never happens. What a what an original idea. <laughs> <laughs> but they do it kind of good, right? Like yeah, they do it kind of good, and then like they they attack Megatron, right? Yes, you know, he got we, a, he got a couple. See some uh, Megatron B Devastator, which is pretty yeah. fun. Yeah, and like it gets it gets more fun because he's just like more. Yep. Yeah. You just need to take them all on. <laughs> you could take and them all. What was pretty funny about that scene is like I enjoy Megatron explaining to Starscream why Devastator exists in the first place and that nothing comes as a surprise to him. Like he knows everything that's going to happen. Cue the Autobots. <laughs> Literally the next panel. Cue the Autobots returning to Earth. <laughs> Good stuff. Before I get more into the Autobots and Decepticons, I do want to point out a C plot, which is with the humans. You know, we gotta talk about the humans. Uh, the, the humans decide to use an experimental weapon based on Cybertronian design to fight back the Decepticons. And all I want to say, poor Rumble. Yep. <laughs> Rest in peace. Uh, he he kind of kissed you know, big bazooka on that one. I the the screenshot that we're gonna put on the YouTube version of this of this panel, it's not up to par with everything else. Oh no, it looks like as if this is colored by someone else or drawn nothing against the artist. It just stands out. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, the art style shifts and you're like, wait what? Yeah. It's I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Like I love Soundwave. He's my favorite Transformer, but this isn't the first time he's going to be devastated. <laughs> <laughs> Cue the clickbait. Bum, bum, bum. You know what we could talk about right now um, is uh, who comes in to save the Autobots. So astronaut, astronaut, astrotrain, <laughs> astrotrain yells at the Autobots. The cowards are running because they're obviously retreating, or what looks like it, in which our boy Cliff Jumper retorts, We're not running, moron. We're just making room. <laughs> Giant mech fight. Omega Supreme enters and joins the battle. Player four has arrived. <laughs> or whatever we want to say. Oh, yeah. The, the big boy versus the big boy. I yeah. wonder if the big boy is going to win this one. My bet's on the big boy. It's this is this is literally the Transformers version of a sumo fight. Like it's, it's two oh, massive entities just going at it. Yeah, these this just salts of a beings just fighting it out. Good yeah. stuff. Uh, I like the the that they just Omega um, Supreme just blasted off and just took him up into the air, probably up in space now. Right, because Optimus <laughs> like, hey, you're destroying part of the city. Can you take this elsewhere? And Omega Supreme <laughs> just gives Devastator a big old hug and is like, okay, and then shoom, off we go. <laughs> you, know, you know what they say, the bigger they are. Harder they fall. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And this is where we see uh, Roadbuster fighting with Astrotrain, and he just rams him against the wall and says, ha, lightweight, which I found hilarious. <laughs> And then Megatron blasts him in the chest. <laughs> the end. Supposedly he was supposed to die. 
Like, yeah, no. I'm gonna be honest with you. I kind of wanted him to, but I mean, I love Roadbuster, but it—that's what the scene led me to. I'm like, oh, he dead. He dead. Yeah, no, first time I'm reading not. this through, he he sounds like he's dead. <laughs> that's the same cannon he Megatron shot that broke down an entire tower. Don't yeah. tell me he lives from that. But Roadbuster has plot armor because he has to show up later. <laughs> 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 yeah, we have uh, the the records comic to, to yeah. read. He has to be there. So we witness another fight scene with Optimus and Megatron, and Megatron is explaining to Prime that the humans are just as bad as they are, and that they are willing to sacrifice their own kind just to kill a few Cybertronians. To me, it felt very much like that scene from the Dark Knight trilogy with the Heath Ledger Joker. And what he was trying to prove to Batman with the two uh, cruise boats. Two ferries. Yeah. yeah the two it felt very Joker and Batman-esque. What's your thoughts? Yeah, for sure. He's Yeah, because like, it wasn't that the whole point. It's like, look, these guys, these beings aren't as good as you're trying to project them to be. They're just, they're evil as anything else in the world. It's evil and, well... Damn which is, which is pretty much what Optimus would probably tell him. It's like, yeah, but that's not up to us to, you know. I like how that sets us up for uh, Spike. Yeah. Would you like to elaborate? Uh, clickbait. But uh, <laughs> we're going to learn. You're, you're going to learn today, people, that uh, we don't like Spike here. We don't like Spike. No, you get a sense... Because he, he interacts with a few other humans and whatnot during his mission that he's not very um he doesn't have he's good, not empathetic like at no, all. Like no, he doesn't have oriented. Yeah, he's he's not he's very blunt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he doesn't follow orders. No, he does not. Does not. So yeah, so this is where we meet Spike, right? That son of a yeah. <laughs> the bleeps have come back. Yeah, the bleeps have come back. I, I think Hexmas must have left that over, just <laughs> over. Um, we see Skywarp get upset with Thundercracker. And this is because out of his way to stop the bomb. Just to stop the bomb going off and killing humans. Because Thundercracker is just like, no, I'm tired of this. No, well, Skywarp didn't like that so much. And it... Well, to, to, to give a little backstory on the bomb real quick, uh, the humans decided to nuke New York, but yeah. it wasn't actually the humans' idea. It was Decepticons, because Octane is delivering the bomb as if he was one of the humans. You mean tanker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like they were deceiving. <laughs> so good. So, and so that's where Thundercracker comes in and uh, decides to no, I'll take this away. Yeah, and he does it in like the most beautiful way ever. I'm gonna throw this thing. Yeah, it felt very. I don't know if someone wrote this in their notes, but I remember seeing it somewhere. Felt very Iron Giant esque. Yeah, or or the Iron Man scene from the Atari Invasion and Revenge. Right. So, I guess I'm gonna. Talk about my one last point, and you guys can do what you want. But a very sad thing we find in this one is so we know Sunstreaker is no longer with Hunter, 
but we don't know where Hunter is. Yeah, we find and, out that uh, Sideswipe finds a leftover Decepticon bunker with Hunter hooked up to all these machines all over the place and puts him out of his misery. Yeah, but like you remember in the beginning when Ironhide was too busy, I guess he was traumatized that it was Sunstreaker that was the traitor. Mm-hmm. And then it, it was Drift saying, well, the Decepticons couldn't have gotten the codes from Sunstreaker. He says there's another element at play. And like throughout the entire comic, you're, you as a reader, if it's your first time, you're like, well, what, 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 how do they get the codes? You know, Sunstreaker sure was a traitor, but how did they get the codes to crash the ship? Well, right. lo and behold, it was uh, the thing that was connected to Sunstreaker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying thing because he's not really human anymore. Well, yeah. He's not really around anymore either. Poor guy. Very sad. I believe that's the last time we get we will see Hunter. So rest in peace, Hunter. Yeah. And I think we need to from here on out on any YouTube video put a death count or death counter in the upper <laughs> corner. Oh my Holy goodness. Shit. So that you mean we gotta put the amount of deaths from the previous episode, like that you Are said, all the, 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 the humans <laughs> that Thundercracker killed? I'm not I'm not doing that. <laughs> that we're just counting jazz's arm yeah we're counting (laughs) jazz's arm that's on there for sure a poor arm yeah that's good stuff anyway any other things yeah i thought it was uh very cool and intertwined that uh we see hunter of course uh gonna be put offline uh in this and in the same comics we see sunstreaker sacrifice himself uh, to blow up the bridge, yeah. uh, uh, kind of blow up all the charges and kind of keep the swarm at bay. Uh, so uh, the ones that were linked together both sacrifice each other or get put offline in the same. There's yeah, that, that harmony. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, something else that I found very funny is at the end, once the battle is over, uh, we see Cup uh, talking to one of the the sergeants or the colonels uh from the army mm-hmm. and so the colonel says like so outer space huh and cup is like yep and and then the colonel <laughs> asks him so so what's with the cigar and he's like what's a cigar <laughs> i thought that was very funny right which will come to play i think during the spotlight comics that you're going to read next yeah yes yeah that yes. should be a good time anything yeah. else i'm out of notes man all right out of Rod Stars, what would you all rate it? I'll give this one a four. I mean, it was a good conclusion for a two-piece. Yeah. I feel like I, I, I would give it a five. Another <laughs> five. Right on. I would give it... Very easy to please, okay? I'm, I'm going to be harsh here. I'm going to give it uh, three and a half out of five. Mm. And, yeah, to me, it's not better than the first volume, but it, it's... It's a like a good a good conclusion that gives us enough cliffhangers for uh, series to come. Exactly. All right. No emails today, but if you would like to get in contact with us, you can send us an email at swervesbarpodcast at gmail dot com. That's s w e r v e s b a r podcast at gmail dot com. Kilobyte, are you ready to read Transformers All Hail Megatron Volume Three? I am ready. It's going to be 
plenty of short stories in, the, in that volume, so we'll be a little bit all over the place, but hope you like it. So drinks talk become best friends. Yes. Oh, you know what? I'm sure Killbite would love you to be there with him, Waspinator. In the meantime, uh, Combutron and myself will be at uh, Blur's place. If you have enjoyed this episode, consider sharing it with your friends and subscribing. Thank you so much for listening. Till all are one. Till all are one. Till all are one. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Swerves Bar Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Swerves Bar. If you're interested in more content, try checking out the spin off DD series Transform and Rollout Rise of the World Killers.